to the Word of Truth Revealed with Bishop Martin L. Clark. The Word of Truth Revealed is the media outreach ministry of Truth Revealed International Ministries and Interdenominational Spirit-Filled Fellowship of Believers located in Palm Bay, Florida. Our mission here at Truth Revealed is to produce disciples and to empower the populace to live out the truth of God's Word within the framework of their environment. Be not afraid of greatness. Some are born great, some achieve greatness, and others have greatness thrust upon them. William Shakespeare. On today's broadcast, we're beginning a brand new series titled, There is Greatness Inside You. Bishop Clark uses the book of Exodus chapter seven, verses one through four, as the background scripture for part one of the message, the warrior within. There are three misca, three things that I want to share with you, uh, some PowerPoints, some insights for daily living out of the text that I read to you out of Exodus chapter 7 and verse uh, 1 through 4. The first one is, is that there's a misconception about the man called Moses. That I need to clarify right now. The second one is the battle of powers. The battle of powers. And the third one is God's hardening or God hardening Pharaoh's heart. Misconception about Moses. Well, if you can read in the text, Moses is not really the one talking to Pharaoh. God raised up his brother. Look at verse uh, chapter uh, 4, verse 10 through 14. Moses said to the Lord, O Lord, I have never been eloquent. Neither is the past, neither in the past, nor since you have spoken to your servant. I am slow of speech. And tongue. The Lord said to him, Who gave man his mouth? Who makes him deaf or dumb? Who gives him sight or makes him blind? Is it not I? The Lord? No. Now go, I will help you speak and I will teach you what to say. Verse 13. But Moses, look at him making excuses. But Moses said, oh Lord, please send someone else to do it. The greatness in him hadn't surfaced yet. Verse 14, then the Lord anger, the Lord's anger burned against Moses. And he said it like this, what about your brother? That's how he said it to him. What about your brother? Since you won't listen to what I'm saying, what about your brother? Aaron the Levite. I know he can speak well. He is already on his way to meet you. And his heart will be glad. Glory to God when he sees you. 
Now I want you to get this because God does speak harshly. Some of us are so uh, uh, passive in Christianity. <laughs> you read the text, you'll see God has tones. He was angry. Look at the scripture with Moses because he wouldn't listen or allow what's in him to surface. And the Bible says clear. <clears throat> then the Lord's anger burned against Moses. I wonder what we would do in church if the Lord started dealing with us out of his anger. We thank God for his love. Praise God. But you need to know something about your God. He's not always happy, happy with our attitude. And to get what's in you out of you, sometimes somebody's got to crack the seal. Thank you, Lord. And so God told Moses to go, but he also put his brother Aaron in his life. And he would switch Aaron and Moses from time to time. Aaron would do the speaking. Then you hear Moses speak. Then Moses would do the speaking. And then you would hear Aaron. Uh, actually you wouldn't hear him. He would be quiet. A lot of times Moses would get the word from the Lord. Tell it to his brother. Aaron is the one working the miracles. And they had to learn how to switch off of each other like that. Amen. In this next season we need to know or learn how to relate to each other in a better way. And when we don't understand each other, continue to move forward in the things of God. Because the strategy of the enemy is to take something and divide us. He doesn't want the synergy of us coming together to stick with us. Every church has problems. I don't care where you are around the world. The key is to make sure that we work together. There's an Aaron and a Moses relationship. And they didn't have a lot of time to spend with each other. Actually, Moses wasn't raised in the same house. He had also spent 40 years away. Yet the God that's talking to Moses and Midian is talking to Aaron while he's in bondage. And the two meet so they can go back to it and work together as a team to deliver a great people. Sometimes the greatness in you can't come out until you learn how to relate. And face fears. Thank you Lord. God uses us for sometimes for front stage ministry and other times he uses us for backstage behind the scenes. Now you never hear much about Aaron. He's a behind the scenes person unless Moses speaks to him. Then he stands to the forefront and Aaron is a little older. I think the Bible says he's three years old. And sometimes it's not easy to work with people who are a little younger than you or less experienced. But in this season, you're going to need to work with it. See, it's all about God anyway, right? It's all about God's glory. It's all about what he wants to do. And we may think we can do it, but we can't do anything without him. Moses couldn't deliver the people. He needed Aaron in his life. So if you're an extrovert, Sometimes God would speak to Moses and say, tell Aaron to throw down the rod. Aaron threw down the rod and the miracles happened. So guess what happens? When Aaron throws down the rod, all of the people say, ooh, he gets the reaction. Yet he's not the leader. One of the reasons why Moses is called the meekest person on the earth because he never sought the applause of people. You don't have to clap for me. You don't have to clap as long as God gets the glory. 
it was God that brought me out of Midian. It is God that gave me my family. It is God that kept Pharaoh from killing me. It is God that allowed the midwives to not put me in the Nile naked. They put me in a basket of bulrushes. And here comes Pharaoh's daughter and saw the basket of bulrushes. And she heard the baby crying. And she said, go and get him and name him Moses because she drew him out of the water. He said, how in the world all of the kids my age were eaten by anacondas and crocodiles? They're not even on the earth. I'm not going to let something stop me from moving forward in the things of God. Because I know it was not by my power or might that brought me here. He brought me here. And whatever he's put on the inside, I must give him glory for it. Because you wouldn't even see it if God wasn't working in my life. So Aaron, go ahead and let everybody applaud you. I give God praise for what he's doing in your life. Let's work together. Can the church say amen? I don't want you to regulate the Holy Spirit uh, to your, according to your personality trait. Okay, you'll say, well, I don't like talking to people, so God can only use me when I'm not talking to people. Sometimes he wanted Aaron to stand up front. Your personality trait is not an excuse to stay hidden in the shades and the shadows now. Thank you, God. God is talking to every one of us. There's something inside of you the world needs. There's something inside of you the world needs. There's something inside of you that the world needs. There's something inside of you that the world needs. Don't allow the personality trait versus whether it is extroversion, you're an extrovert, or you're an introvert. Whatever God says do, just flow with God. That's why I like that song, Flow to You. Let the, let the river of my worship flow. Guess what? When you worship God, whatever he has in store for you, and whatever he's put in you, he has a way of tweaking it while you worship. To pull it out of you. Glory to God. And there's some time where God wants those who are loud to be soft, and those who are soft, you want us to be loud. And if you flow with God, you'll know when it's time to temper yourself and move forward. Can the church say amen? amen. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. God told me that he is not... Uh, does not want us to relegate his work in our life or the Holy Spirit and base it on our personality traits. He may step out of the box on you. And you may be the loudest in here and he wants you to become an administrator. And I'm preaching tonight. I see you may be the one that's the most flamboyant in what you do. And God says, time for you to let someone rise. I need you to be quiet and let them cast down the rock. Thank you, Lord. We want to make sure that there's the misconceptions about Moses. He's a powerful leader, but he's not always on the mic. I want to look at it again, Exodus 4, verse 10 through 14. Look at verse 11. The Lord said to him, who gave you, who gave man his mouth? Moses had problems. God got angry with him in verse 14. Then the Lord's anger burned against Moses. And he said, what about your brother then? Aaron the Levite, I've already sent him your way. And he's going to be glad to see you. Maybe that will help you to start doing what I'm calling you to do. Thank you, God. There's nothing like a familiar face yes, amen. to show up at the right time. Amen. Thank, you, Lord. Thank you, God. 
The second thing that I want to share with you is the battle of the powers. Opposition to what God wants to do is predictable and even inevitable. It's going to happen. Say opposition is coming. And this is what I want you to do, inoculate yourself now. In other words, you need a booster shot that when the virus of opposition comes, it doesn't make you sick. Because it's, it's totally ignorant to think that you can walk with God and not be offended or not go through something this year. It's going to happen. For some of us, it doesn't happen in the month of January. It's going to happen in April. In April, something that's going to really, something's going to surface to really bother you deep. For others, it's going to be in October. A surprise in October. Last year was the last day in September. A total surprise. That blew us all away. Opposition is predictable and it is inevitable. Get your booster shot of encouragement. Here we see God spoke to Moses which told Aaron to cast down a rod. Guess what Pharaoh did? He told, he told, uh, what do we call them? That's another word of looking, sorcerers. The sorcerers did the same thing with the same manifestation. And what we need to understand in this season and time, you're going to see things, people are going to do things that seem to be spiritual, but it's not coming from God. It didn't come from the right heart. It didn't come from the right soul. It didn't come from the right spirit. And it'll look identical to what we're doing. God does something that's called the authentic move of God. Then you also have the synthetic move of God. You have, you have genuine leather and then you have synthetic leather. And some people love the synthetic. They don't want to pay money for the real thing. Or pay the price. For the real thing. Just give me the synthetic. As long as they think it's real. <laughs> it's really not Gucci. But as long as they think it's real. It's really not gold. But as long as they think it's real. It's the bling bling. That's how people move today. As long as they think I'm rolling. God doesn't want that for your life. He wants you so anointed. That you don't have to fake no anointing. You don't have to think the move of God. It's so authentic and real that with the thing that he's putting out of you, nobody, nobody will question whether it's God or not. We're looking at the book. Now he had to peek. He had to go around and look in windows. And then it became morbid. He wanted to see people hurt. And he would take women and hurt them and strip them. And he wanted them to cry and beg for their lives. That's what the man said because a power overtook him. Glory to that. that means we don't need to play with those, those sorcering spirits. You don't need to read your palms. Stop looking at stuff like your signs. Stop playing with these other spirits. You may see manifestation. You may see stuff going on. But if it's not God, don't trust it. And I wouldn't go into the second heaven while I'm smoking marijuana. Talking about I got something from the Lord. You ain't getting nothing from the Lord if you're smoking that gunji. You may be getting something, but it's not a download from God. Don't get it twisted. There are people who are playing with these things. You'll stoop when you get up there. You can be a leopard on the ground, but if you go to the second heaven as a leopard and you got wings to fly, you'll become very uh, unusual there and the hawk will take you out because leopards are not supposed to fly. 
Your domain is on the earth. You're supposed to make sure you conquer everything that's on the earth. You stop going to the next level, you're going to lose your ability to be agile. And those raptors up there will take your life, glory to God. Little by little by little by little. And the enemy will take destroy your whole family if you give him place while you're here on earth. And that's why God wants us to understand the battle of the powers that be. Both rods transformed into serpents. Unusual phenomenon. But the thing that happened with Moses' rod is that it ate up, glory to God. It ate up the rod of the serpent of the sorcerers. And that's why I'm glad that our God is greater than any God. Amen. I can put him on this great display. His credit is good with us. We don't have to play with it. You don't have to be ashamed of it. You can stand on the rooftop. Like Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. It is the power of God unto salvation to them which believe. Thank you, Lord. To them which believe. Glory to God. God's rod devours the rod of the sorcerer. His powers are defeated. And I just want to encourage you. I don't care how the enemy, how powerful he looks. He's going to be defeated if you stay with Jesus. He cannot win in your life if you stay with Jesus. I don't care what it looks like. You may be down in the third quarter. And you're going into the fourth quarter. 40 points down. But if you stick with Jesus. Somehow, some way. You're going to come through. Hallelujah. And by the end of it. You're going to be on top. Can the church say amen? Touch the say I'm all the way up. I'm all the way up. I'm all the way up. Hallelujah. I'm all the way up. Nothing can stop me. I'm all the way up. Ah, thank you, Lord. I feel good about this year. Let's clap our hands for it. Great things are coming. I feel good. I feel good, good, good. I feel good. Oh, my Lord. Every time I think about Jesus, it makes me feel good. Out in the sunshine, out in the rain. Y'all don't know the rest. Every time I think about Jesus, it makes me feel good. I feel good tonight. I got a quickening in my soul, in my spirit. Hallelujah, I feel good. Something good is going to happen. The devil tried to kick you down. But God is going to raise you up. <laughs> I'm talking to somebody tonight. Glory to God. God is going to bring you out. The third thing is God hardening Pharaoh's heart. And I want you to take a moment and deal with this. God hardened Pharaoh's heart. That may make you uncomfortable. God, who wants our heart not to be like boiled eggs. Boiling water, boiling water. You put an egg in it. You put a potato in it. Or a tea bag. If you put an egg in it, the boiling water will make it hard. Just get harder. I went through this. You took me through that. Get out my life. You become hard. That's the egg. But the potato becomes soft. So soft that I can mash you and serve you to everybody else. But the tea bag. 
The coffee bag changes the water. The water becomes coffee. And this is what God wants from you and I. He wants us to steep in that hard boiling situation so much until we change the situation. You don't come out in Philippi. You don't come out of the jail until everybody that threw you in it is saved. I want y'all to hear this now. Uh, 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 Paul is thrown into the, uh, the Philippian jail and beaten, put in stock gaze and made to squat. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed. But he's not just praising free. He's in stockade. Legs are tied like this. And they made him squat. Stripped to the capacity. Exposed. And at midnight he decided to praise God. And sing praise. While in this position. Glory to God. God looked at his praise. And said I can't leave my servant there. And he opened up the prison and earthquake. And everything that had him locked down. Had to let him go. Yet Paul did not leave until everybody in the prison that put him in came to Jesus. The very jailers, after seeing God move, the Bible says when he saw that the gates were open, he put out his sword ready to kill himself, knowing that it's going to be hard to explain to the magistrate how he lost all of these prisoners. Paul said, man, don't kill yourself. For we're still here. In other words, I'm not leaving until everything that caused me this pain comes to know who Jesus is. You put me in a boiling hot water. Glory to God, but I'm going to change the environment. That's the kind of God we serve. If you stay there long enough, God will work through you. Hallelujah. To change the whole situation. You give up too quick. But don't give up until everything that had you shackled is set free. Come on, I'm preaching now. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Ah, You can be a hard-boiled egg, hard, or way too soft. You can be something that steeps in it and changes the very content of what you're steeped in. It takes a little time, but let it come out of you. Sometimes the best don't come out until you're hurt. Thank you, Jesus. I know you want a Christianity where it's always right, but what God has for you, you can't get it. You won't even appreciate it until you hurt a little bit. When you hurt a little bit, you'll never get arrogant again. You'll never stick up your ecclesiastical nose when you hurt a little bit. Come on, man. Thank you, Jesus. Sometimes that hurt brings us right there where God wants us to be. Some of my best messages have come when my heart hurts the worst. Thank you, God. The greater the pain, the greater the anointing. Thank you, Jesus. That makes you uncomfortable that God hardened Pharaoh's heart? Yeah, God hardened Pharaoh's heart. It doesn't seem consistent because God wants our heart to be contrite. He wants our heart to be pliable. Yet he hardened Pharaoh's heart. But to get the understanding, we have to look at Romans 9, verse 19 through 21. This is going to help those of you that battle Facebook folk who start talking about Christianity isn't real and 
what God don't love and God wouldn't do this. Read the scripture, you start seeing that God has already given us answers to these things. Well, if there was a true God, why would this happen? And why would that happen? And why would planes go down? <laughs> you don't need to go with those kind of things. Read the scripture. Look what the word says. In today's economic and social climate, we all have our struggles, financially and emotionally. Are you tired? Frustrated? Do you feel like the world has taken the best from you? Everyone has been right where you are at one time or another. We understand just how you feel. Let your search for hope lead you to Truth Revealed International Ministries, 2838 Palm Bay Road, Palm Bay, Florida. We are a Bible teaching and discipleship ministry dedicated to unveiling truth to the nations. Please join us Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. and Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. We live stream every service on the World Wide Web at truthrevealed.org. Get excited. You don't have to wander anymore. Hope and love are waiting for you at Truth Revealed. If something was said during today's teaching that blessed you, or if you would like to find out more information about Truth Revealed International Ministries, we would love to hear from you. You can write to us at The Word of Truth Revealed, P.O. Box 60128, Palm Bay, Florida, 32906, or you can email us at The Word of Truth Revealed at truthrevealed.org. You can also visit us on the web at www.truthrevealed.org. If you're on Facebook, visit the Truth Revealed International Ministries fan page and click like. From time to time, you'll receive inspirational words of wisdom along with information about what's happening at Truth Revealed. Now, if you would like to purchase today's message for your personal library, when you write to us or email us, use reference number 1761. That's reference number 1761. Just include a $5 donation for CDs and a $12 donation for DVDs. And now, final thoughts from Bishop Clark. King David said this. He said, I was young and now I'm old. And I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed beg bread. God is faithful will not allow you to be tempted above your ability but will with every test also make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it God loves you and so do I I want you to be encouraged lift up your head and let the king of glory come in who is this king He's our Lord, our Savior. He's mighty and strong, and he's mighty to fight in every battle that you're facing. Until next time, God bless you and keep you is my prayer. <laughs>